Stand Up For The Truth is sponsored by Lakeshore Communications Incorporated and made possible by your generous tax-deductible donations at StandUpForTheTruth.com slash donate. This is Stand Up For The Truth, a packed hour of challenging discussion addressing important issues and topics affecting Christians across the nation. Join the conversation via email at comments at StandUpForTheTruth.com. Now, David Fiorazzo. Hello, brothers and sisters in Christ, the remnant of truth proclaimers and defenders fighting the good fight of faith, locking arms with patriots across the country. David Fiorazzo with you. Thank you so much for your support of this podcast and your prayers, of course. Um, I want to read 2 John verses 7 through 11 before we kick off today's program. For many deceivers have gone out into the world those who do not acknowledge Jesus Christ as coming in the flesh. This is the deceiver and the Antichrist. Watch yourselves that you do not lose what we have accomplished, but that you may receive a full reward. Anyone who goes too far and does not remain in the teaching of Christ does not have God. The one who remains in the teaching has both the Father and the Son. If anyone comes to you and does not bring this teaching... Do not receive him into your house, and do not give him a greeting. For the one who gives him a greeting participates in his evil deeds. Wow! Powerful thoughts from 2 John, verses 7 through 11. Of course, Ephesians 5, 11, Do not participate in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them. So that's the hard part, friends, of fighting the good fight of faith, exposing deeds of darkness and shining the light of Christ in a culture that wants to hide when that light is, you know, shown. (laughs) But um, before we uh, introduce uh, Dr. James Taylor today, uh, we have to talk about a local election next week. We have accumulated, my goodness, this list of Christian or conservative candidates running for office in northeast Wisconsin. And my goodness, we've got Green Bay Seymour, Appleton, De Pere, Denmark, Nina, Brown County, West De Pere, uh, Winnebago County, uh, Manitowoc, uh, Village of Hobart, Swamico, and from school board to county board positions. If you would like that information, email comments at standupforthetruth.com. Comments at standupforthetruth.com because there's a lot of names on ballots and, and at these elections that we don't know these people, because, of course, they don't run commercials often, most people, until we get to the presidential election, of course, and the major seats like governor and Senate. But uh, so make sure to know there's an election uh, maybe in your neck of the woods. There is, too. I know Dr. James Taylor is stepping up to the plate like Heidi St. John in Washington state. He is getting off the bench and into the game. He's running for Congress. Uh, Taylor for Oklahoma is the website. Taylor for OK. He's an author and senior pastor of Christ's Church in Norman. He's concerned about our country, so he's stepping up, running for Congress. He's warned about the secularism that has permeated our country. He's warned about the dangerous ideologies, such as the deceptive critical race theory in government and education and LGBTQ++++++ programming. And he's also a public school teacher. So, James Taylor... Thank you so much for coming back on Stand Up For The Truth, brother. 
David, thank you. It's been, uh, my honor to be uh, able to be on your show. You are a great patriot and a, a wonderful man of God, and it's an honor to be associated with you. Oh, praise God, you patriot pastor, you. <laughs> we met We met about a year and a half ago, I think, maybe, I don't remember yes. exactly, at a Liberty Pastors Conference in Edmond, Oklahoma. I th- or was it the Texas one? I was at the Texas one, too, in Dallas. It was in, it was in Edmond. Okay. Edmund. Okay, loved uh, meeting you and your wife, and uh, my wife and I were there. We met, met some great friends, got to spend time with one of our other guests, J.B. Hickson, and his wife, Wendy. He's from Colorado. Uh, many other men of God. We had Stephen Broden on last week. In a couple weeks, we've got Steve Smotherman back with us. Oh, Dan Fisher was on Monday. Uh, so, oh, awesome. Yeah, James, talk about a lot of troublemakers for the kingdom of Jesus, right? <laughs> so, hey, um, so are you in the public schools now? Because I know you were suspended for a time because you went against the mask mandate. Yes, I, I am at uh, uh, Little X High School. Uh, yes, I was uh, not suspended. I was fired. Mm. Uh, and that they, they meant it for evil, but God always takes things and makes it for good. It, mm. it's That's a whole... That's an incredible story of the hand of God. It's just amazing. But that's for another time. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm still teaching. I teach high school kids uh, history. Uh, love it and have been doing that for years. I'm bivocational at the pastor of the church as well. Wow. And now you're running for Congress. You know what, James? I want to take a little bit of time and share that story because I believe it would encourage a lot of people. We cover a lot of tough things, the Great Reset and medical tyranny and uh, the, the attacks on religious freedom, the church, the apostasy. We cover so much on this podcast. We want a little encouraging story. So if you've got a little God story that you can condense about how you were fired and now you're back to teaching, please share. Well, here's what happened. Um, our state passed the law, Senate Bill 658, that said that no one can mandate mask wearing, schools cannot mandate mask wearing unless the governor declares a state of emergency. That was the law. It was in place. Well, our superintendent at Oklahoma City Public Schools decided that he didn't have to follow the law. And so he put a mandate out that uh, no one could uh, teach or come in to the schools without a mask. Well, I didn't wear a mask, not because, uh, primarily because I wasn't breaking the law. The law says you don't wear a mask. So to me, it was always about the rule of law. They made it into a mass mandate, but it was all about the rule of law. When you no longer have the rule of law, you no longer have a republic, you have tyranny. And so I was, I, along with uh, five others, we didn't collaborate together. We made that decision. Well, they suspended us for a couple of months and then they terminated us uh, from the school district. And so what was interesting when the hearing was done, when they finally terminated us, they terminated us November 3rd at uh, about 10.30 at night. Wow. Well, by 10 o'clock the next morning, we had already had forced offers because people saw the hearing and they were asking, we want people that have integrity teaching at our schools. Hmm. Uh, and so I was terminated. And uh, I on November 3rd, we were terminated. And I started to school back on uh, January, to, what, second or third, whatever the first day of school was. And started back there uh, in Little Axe uh, teaching high school. Uh, my distance to drive is about four minutes shorter than going there. Um, they, my check had $20 more in it uh, than what I was making before uh, each, each week. And, um, uh, and then the real blessing <laughs> was it was a four-day work week school. Oh, my goodness. And that, oh, yes, you can really get used to that, a four-day work week. So it was, it was all good. The, uh, 
the superintendent who the reason why it was a big deal for us and was because uh, I had called the school district and the superintendent out for their CRT stands because they claim that they don't teach CRT, but it's actually still on the web website to this day. Oh my goodness. Uh, you can look at it. And so I called them out on it and I actually sent what I said about what they have there to him directly so that he can see what I'm saying to get his comments. And uh, so they, they were, this was a way to, uh, I, I, to get rid of me, really, literally, honestly, that's what it all boiled down to. Uh, I told the other five guys, I said, listen, guys, listen, this is about the issue of they're mad at me because I point out the hypocrisy uh, at the school district uh, and the board and the superintendent. So if you guys want to separate and have your case separate from me, because you're going to be lumped in with me and I, I don't want you guys to suffer for that. And everyone says, absolutely not. No way. That's not going to happen. So they were supportive and encouraging. And so what's happened is we have a lawsuit that's going on. It's, it's pending. And all the things that are happening right now are working in our favor. For example, the CDC about a month ago said cloth masks don't work. You need to use the N95 or XN95 uh, in order to get the effect. Well, that's exactly what we were saying. <laughs> you know, they, so, so now we've got that support. And, uh, and I, in my, my defense, I asked the district, they had us write something down why we were not wearing the mask. And so I, part of my defense was uh, that I asked them, I said, can you give me one study, one definitive peer reviewed study that shows that these cloth masks stop the virus or helps with the virus? And, and I gave them 22 studies that showed that it didn't. Wow. 22. And they, to this day, I still, I'm still waiting on for their one. Oh they haven't goodness. sent it to me. So, so it's, it was all about, it was, a, it's always about politics and it's about the CRT. I mean, I'm still, I'm literally in Oklahoma. I'm literally on the front lines. I'm a tip of the spear here in Oklahoma mm. fighting in this subject. Uh, so it's, and I, I mean, of course I go other parts of the country as well, but it's, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. And now, uh, speaking of that, that's part of part of a concern that I have about our representative. My my current representative is Tom Cole. Mm -hmm. He's the one that I'm going against. But what's interesting is we passed our state has passed House Bill 1775, uh, which outlaws the teaching of critical race theory uh, in our state. You cannot teach it. It was the legislators passed it both houses. It was signed by the governor. And then a couple of months back. The, legisl uh, the State Department of Education for Oklahoma put in teeth to the law that you can't teach it. And if you do, you can lose your license, wow. you know, uh, et cetera. I mean, so they put this in. Well, guess what our representative, Tom Cole, has done? There's the Civic Secures Dem Democracy Act, no. which is literally he's the first co-sponsor of this, the very first one. And it provides a billion dollars uh, in federal grants to literally promote CRT and uh, the 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 1619 project in our schools. Well, uh, they don't call it CRT in there. What they call it is CRE, which stands for culturally responsive education. Oh my goodness. So you got to watch the names that they use. They're using tactical names. Everything changes. Once they get found out, then they change the name. This, this is what their tactics are. Yep. But here's the, here's our problem. This, I don't know how, and I, everywhere I go and speak now, I, I bring this up and, and I haven't got an answer from anybody yet. I asked him a question. I said, if our state, our governor, our Department of Education has said there will be no CRT taught in our schools, how can a representative 
Calm Tom Cole say that he is representing our state when our, he's going, he's introducing legislation completely against what the state stands for. Wow. So it, I mean, this, this is this is what these happens. Yeah. So this election, are, are you running? Uh, I know you're running for Congress. Is when when is the next election for you for Oklahoma? The, the primary is due, uh, June the 28th. OK, so June you've 28th. got a little bit of time, not, unlike, not like our Wisconsin uh, Christian and conservative brothers who they're trying to rally and they've got to get going for this this election next week. Um, there's, wow, yeah. there's a joke that every other month there's an election in Wisconsin, but uh, I mean, the battleground, you know, Madison is known as Moscow East. So, uh, uh, Dr. James Taylor, you've I just want to mention your book called It's Biblical, Not Political. And we ha- talked about that the last time you were on. But we are going to discuss critical race theory and we're going to discuss the onslaught of LGBTQ indoctrination that's damaging young children and, and literally destroying lives. So we are going to discuss that. But the website is taylor4ok.com, where they can find out more about you and your wife and your, your fight there and what you stand for. Um, so I'm thankful. I know we have some listeners in Oklahoma. We have some across the country. So, friends, if, if uh, you are inclined to go check out the website, taylor4, the number 4, ok.com. So it sounds like you had a great Romans 828 uh, experience there when you got reinstated as a teacher and now you're teaching again. Yeah. We, we need people, uh, men and women of God, in the public school system. But, James, we also know, I had Alex Newman on a couple days ago, we understand teachers' hands are tied for the most part when it comes to curriculum. So how do you fight back against this being in the public school system? How do you fight back because um, I know there's certain things you can't say. Now, maybe Oklahoma is different, and this might be a state issue as far as uh, the, the Christian faith and the worldview, and that it's been removed generally from the federal education. How do you explain that? Well, I don't really use a textbook in classes uh, when I'm teaching history. I use original documents. Hmm. That makes all the difference in the world. Wow. When you start talking in, with original documents, and the original documents are talking about God and the church and the importance of the scriptures when they're quoting that. That's the original document. You, you can't say that you're trying to be uh, religious, trying to introduce religion. Uh, you can't say that because it's an original document. And so many people are tied to the textbook. Uh, you know, that, that tech, let me tell you, textbooks are not. Uh, America friendly anymore. Well, they've been they rewritten. changed significantly. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and so for me, uh, I use those those types of things. And I'm aware of the critical race theory, the social justice nonsense and uh, all this diversity, equity, inclusion, uh, all this other stuff. And so I can recognize that and spot that. Um, you know, we we have I'll give you an example in the in my in my world history class that our geography class that I'm teaching. There's a section that was dealing with uh, gender and sexual preferences and all these things that was coming up. And in geography, so it's well, this is called human geography. Oh, human okay. geography, yes. <laughs> well, it's geography, but it's human. Right. They, they, okay. they focus more on human geography. Okay. And so, you know, we've got only about uh, for our school, because we only have four day work week, we've got about like 20, maybe 22, 20 four days left of school. Well, we're skipping that section because we don't have enough time to go into that and get to where we need to be. So, you know, I'm able to, I'm able to have the flexibility to make that decision because there's some things in that section that was just 
outlandish. Yeah. You know, I'm, I just wasn't, I just, as a, my conscience could not allow me hmm. to teach what I believe is a false perspective. You yes. know, what we've done now as uh, we have literally taken things that make no sense or make very little sense. And we've tried to make them uh, to be real. It, it, it's like, you know, Voltaire had an incredible statement. He says, those who can make you believe absurdities can make you commit atrocities. Mm. And that is very, very true. What we are now doing, we are in, we are trying, we are embracing, having people embrace and encourage, for lack of a better term, deviant behavior. Mm-hmm. We're, 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 we're saying, oh, you got to call me by this pronoun, by that pronoun. Well, no, I don't. You have an X chromosome, you, two X chromosomes, you have an X and a Y. That's who you are. Once, no matter what kind of surgery you do, no matter what you do to yourself, no matter how much counseling you get, your X and X hasn't changed and your XY hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, I get fired up over this stuff. You yes. know, we've got uh, this this uh, man who uh, is still a man uh, winning women's sports. Yeah. I mean, this is ridiculous. The woman of the year is a man. Yeah. It's strong. I mean, come yeah. on now. There, there are delusions and deceptions in the left and the party of the anti-God, anti-Christian, anti-American. They're using all these things as a diversion, and we've learned right. that they will not let a serious crisis go to waste. But let's let's go back to um, the, the critical race theory, what it is, and and how we can be more informed on it and be able to respond to it because it's if this is serious, especially in schools. Um, but in culture, generally Hollywood culture, maybe our government, where if you disagree with CRT, you must be a bad person. Schools want to teach it for diversity and inclusion. And, of course, opponents of CRT are framed as bigots. They don't want kids learning about things like racism, true history in the past. It's part of the history that we've gone through. But there are reasons many people oppose CRT, and it's not going away, as you know, uh, Dr. James Taylor, because Biden's Supreme Court nominee, uh, Brown Jackson, Judge Jackson, um, she's a proponent of critical race theory. She denied that indirectly. But the school that she she is over, that she has influence on, I believe she's on the board there, there's an anti-racist agreement that all parents of children at this Georgetown school they must sign this anti-racist agreement for enrollment. And during the hearings, Senator Ted Cruz brought out a stack of books on critical race theory by one of them, by the radical author, Ibram Kendi, I believe his name is. Yes, so, that's his name. Yep, this is not going away. So give no. us a couple reasons that some of us do oppose this critical race theory in government schools. Okay, well, the, the, when they talk about critical race theory, it's important that you... Uh, I will, I'm going to send you an, uh, a copy of a cheat sheet that will be extremely helpful. What this is, it's like what the Bible is to the church. This cheat sheet, cheat, cheat sheet is to critical race theory. Because mm-hmm. if I were to, before we even talk about critical race theory, we have to define our terms. If I were to say to you, hey, David, let's talk about football. Now, if I'm thinking soccer and you're thinking American football, we're on the wrong page. Because as we start describing, if I were to describe a play uh, in American football where the the runner or he threw the ball underhanded to another play person, then you would think if you're thinking soccer, that I have no idea what I'm talking about mm. because you got to throw the ball with two hands. So this is what this does. It defines terms. You know, uh, literally critical race theory, 
what they mean when they say that. And here's why you, this cheat, cheat sheet is important because everybody keeps saying, well, you can't define this. Yes, you can. You can define critical race theory. Critical race theory is the belief that people of European descent make society racist for their own benefits. That's bottom line. That's it's the bottom line. Those who have European descent, in other words, whites are the ones that are, are, are the problem. Okay. Uh, they view racism as baked into the system. Everything is systematically baked in. Racism is no matter what. When they talk about diversity, uh, what they mean is it's, it's, it's identity-based approach to society. Uh, it includes only those who agree with social justice. If you don't agree with them, then you're you're labeled in, in a negative way. Yes. Um, hey, James, we've got uh, to take a break. Sorry to cut you okay, off. We, we need to continue this. I think it's very imp- important, as you said, to define the terms. What do they mean by that? And in this context, social justice or critical race theory. We've got a lot more to come with Dr. James Taylor. Again, his book, if you haven't had a chance to check it out, it's called It's Biblical, Not Political. How to line up candidates biblically. We've got more coming up on Stand Up for the Truth. Keep it right here. Your monthly financial support of StandUpForTheTruth.com is needed and appreciated. Now, back to today's Stand Up for the Truth with David Fiorazzo. We're blessed to have Dr. James Taylor back with us today, author, senior pastor of Christ Church in Norman, Oklahoma, also running for Oklahoma's 4th District. And that website, if you want to take a look at his beautiful family and and find out what he is about in, in biblical principles, constitutional, conservative action, America first, you can go to Taylor, the number four, OK, that's Oklahoma, Dot com. Uh, James, you have a DVD. I have it in my hand. Uh, Critical Race Theory versus the Bible. Um, are, do you still have these available? And if so, where, oh, yes, where, where yes. can people get them? People can get my DVDs and my uh, book from me. Uh, I'm self-published. Okay. And uh, you can text me to my cell phone, which is 405-596-3579. That's 405-596-3579. Five nine six three five seven nine, and uh, everything is twenty dollars. And if you put in there uh, that you that David, and they'll get a twenty five percent discount. Oh wow, awesome, awesome! So that's the critical race theory versus versus the Bible DVD. Um, he also has presented and this. My book. At, yes, and the, and you have a book to the the Bible. It's biblical, not political. I mean, um, so let's continue on uh, into this because we still have to get to. This um, uh, what I brought up yesterday, James, and just just to kind of go this direction just for a minute, um, I receive we have some insiders that are Christian teachers in different parts of the country. And and uh, you're welcome to send us uh, emails, too, by the way, here at Stand Up for the Truth. But we've got a a teacher in the Green Bay uh, School District that sent us an email that was sent out the day before yesterday. And what was yesterday? It was the Transgender Day of Visibility that was being promoted by teachers and educators across the country. Well, we've got an email here. Why share your pronouns? Um, uh, you know, gender terminology, know your rights as trans students. And then it's got information linked to GLSEN, G-L-S-E-N, the Gay, Lesbian, Straight Education Network. So we pleaded for, te- for parents yesterday to please talk to their kids when they got home from school 
and what they learned and what they heard about this, because you're going to have to have conversations with your kids about this if you send them to the government-run schools, because this is, it's not just a subtle, uh, it's, it's openly promoted now. So I just had to get that out of the way. We will get to that in the next segment, if not before. But James, let's get back to this um, cheat sheet on how to respond to social justice rhetoric and we're really specifically talking about critical race theory. So I will let you continue about defining the terms. Yeah, when you when see in social justice, when they talk about social justice, the bottom line, that's just simply group entitlement. Uh, that's where they come from and how they approach it. You know, equity is 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 a buzzword that they use all the time. But there is really nothing equitable, equitable about it. Uh, it's about equality of the outcomes plus reparations. Now, this is one of the things that they're trying to do is reparations. You remember earlier, I guess it was earlier in the Biden administration, they started giving black farmers reparations or money uh, grants, but they didn't give white farmers. Wow. That was one of the things that they were doing. Uh, and th- how was that equity? How was that equal? I mean, that, that's, that's, that was clearly, and that was a means by which reparations could be done. You know, reparations... For example, the the Japanese Americans uh, who were put in concentration camps here in our country, and they they lost their family uh, wealth, they lost their homes, they lost their businesses. Uh, that's reparations for those. Yeah, I could see that. But going back and giving reparations for black, and I'm 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 black myself, so uh, you can't see that on the radio. But <laughs> I'm black, <laughs> and I've heard some people talk. And as I'm a pastor, I've heard pastors say, "Well, in the scriptures, reparations were." Uh, given to the uh, to the children of Israel when they left Egypt, and that's true. When the children of Israel were leaving Egypt, Moses had encouraged them to ask the, the them the uh, Egyptians for jewelry and one, and they clean out it, uh, Egypt's clock. I mean, they gave everything because they had lost their children. They were grieving, and they wanted they just wanted them out, hmm. and they gave reparations. That is true. But what you don't see is two hundred years later. The children of Israel going back into Egypt and say, you know, you remember what you did to my great great granddaddy? Well, I want some money for that. That going back and doing that. And James, so that's where the problem comes in. Let's yes. let's stop right here. This is such an okay. important point that you just shared, and I want to take time to make sure people can absorb that. The children of Israel did not go back and demand the the later generations of Egyptians and others who, you know, uh, they didn't demand anything from them because they had nothing to do with what their ancestors did. Exactly. Is, is that is that accurate to say? That is exactly right. Please continue. Perfect. And so what we have happening here is people are saying, I need reparations for what happened 200 years ago with my granddaddy, my great granddaddy. Well, no, you had nothing to do with it. You you are in the greatest country in the world. Amen. Stop blaming everybody else. Stop blaming, you know, stop sucking on the idea of critical race theory that, you know, if the, if it wasn't for the white man, I wouldn't be in this situation. That's pure nonsense. That's pure nonsense. How about get off your lazy backside and get, <laughs> get busy and do something? I mean, that's this is where Amen. we're at. And it's that's everything right. that's happening is not because somebody else's fault. Get a mirror and look in the mirror and see what's going on. And you don't need reparations. God has blessed you with a healthy. Now, you may if you're unhealthy and you can't work, that's a different ballgame. But if you're a healthy person and can work, get off your lazy backside and get, get a J-O-B. What we have created in this country mm. across the board because of COVID, we have created lazy people. 
We have created people where they can make more money staying at home than going out and getting a job. That should have never happened. Yes. That was wrong when Congress did that. And so now we still have a you. I, every I don't know what it's like up there, but every store I go, everywhere I go, no matter if it's a large store like Walmart or a family-owned business, every store has a sign: "Help on it." Help on it. Yes. Help on it. James. And I, people are not going there. I'm sorry. I get whirled up. That's sorry. okay. No, you just, I'm just going to let you go. I don't even need to put a quarter in you. Um, hey, uh, people, there are signs. I've never seen so many signs that say now hiring or help wanted. I have never in my life seen so many. So what happened? And now, now this is another topic. We've aborted a generation of workers and, and people that pay into the taxes through abortion. But the fact is there's a lot of teenagers. There's a lot of you know, college age people, there's a lot of people in general that are home either receiving money or they did receive COVID money, as you said, from the government, or they decided because of the, that they could do something online. They didn't want to go back to work. So you're absolutely correct. I believe that's across the country. There's help wanted signs. What is our problem? But I, I want to get back to something and let you just explain. You're the history teacher. I'm just the commentator and the, the culture observer. But going back to the 1960s, Share your thoughts. It didn't start with COVID, the government handouts and the ballooning federal government that absolutely did not help the inner cities or the black community. Lyndon Johnson and his great society. Just share a little bit about that history. And that's, (laughs) yeah, you see, you're laughing because you know exactly what you need to share. Go ahead, James. Well, Lyndon Johnson was (laughs) probably one of the worst human beings that ended up being president of the United States. Uh, he was not in favor of black rights. In fact, he fought it uh, all along the way. And But when he had the opportunity to put Thurgood Marshall into a position of the Supreme Court, one of the things he said is, and I quote, if he's going to, if I'm going to, if I'm going to uh, put a N-word in nomination for the Supreme Court, then I want everybody to know that I put an N-word in the court. No way. End quote. He really yes said way. that. Oh, 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 that's one of the kind of things he said. Wow. Uh, <laughs> so this is his, his approach. And everybody, a lot of blacks thinks he was a great savior to, to, to blacks. But the problem was he created an environment where if you were on welfare, you could not have a male in the home, a black male in the home, the father in the home, you, because then you would lose the money that that's you're right. getting to take care of. That's your kids. right. That's right. James, so they created a yes. sinful situation. Yes. That the man doesn't have to be there. And so, and this, this is, this is really, this actually is a, is a process that actually even go back further into the slave days, because in the slave days, uh, after we had got to the point where we had passed laws, every state had laws, you could not import slaves anymore. You couldn't bring them in. So they had to get slaves other ways. And mm-hmm. so what they did is they would have what they would have a black male whose job was to impregnate black women. Mm. And they called him a quote buck, B-U-C-K. He was the buck. Wow. And to uh create more children that would then be slaves. And so that's what they had. He was a buck. So now we had since slavery, we had put the idea that the black man is just spreading his seed around and he doesn't have to be accountable. So this is this, so now we go fast forward to the to Johnson administration where they do this great society nonsense and it ends up they're perpetuating the same concept that the black man is not going to be in the home. Hmm. 
And so it's just real. Those things are frustrating. Yes. But those are reality of history. Yes. This is where we are. And so now we're at where we're at right now. And it's no wonder people have the ideas that they do. Uh, you know, the, in the black community, the lack of fathers in the black community is higher than in other communities. I think mm. those are some of the reasons why. There is there are studies that people can look at to, to understand what James Taylor is discussing right now. And that is there are um, fatherless homes. I mean, it's it's epidemic levels uh, really across the country. But in the black community, I think it's uh, do you know what percentage percentage it is now? James, I, fatherless I, I don't now. OK, I, I don't. It's pretty I, yes, bad. And this was by design. Is. Lyndon Johnson. What mm-hmm. you said, I want to make sure that people understand that it wasn't just giving money to young um, mothers, single mothers. They, they made sure that they could not get the money if they had a father in the house. So what right. is that doing to society, to these inner cities? They're saying, no, no, I can't get married. I well, they'll have another baby because they can get more money from the government. So this exactly. was just—it was a disaster. So um, I want to share a scripture right now because we're talking about critical race theory and the dangers of it and how it is not biblical. I, I do want to quote a Bible passage from Galatians chapter three, writing to Christians in Galatia. Paul said in verse twenty-six, "For now that faith has come, he said, you are all sons and daughters of God through faith in Christ Jesus.'" Now, remember, God is no respecter of persons. Verse 27 says, For you are, for all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. So our identity as Christians is who our trust is in, and that is Jesus Christ for salvation. We are family, family across the country, around the world. We have brothers and sisters in Christ. We are family. We are all one because of the Holy Spirit, because of our faith in Jesus Christ. It doesn't matter these other, you know, cultural indicators. So, James, I'd like to share your thoughts further on that because CRT teaches uh, favoritism and discrimination where the Bible says, no, God is no respecter of persons. You, believers, you're all one in Christ. Yeah. You know, it, 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 there are things about this that tells us that because you are of European descent, you are the enemy. It is, it is contrary to what Jesus says, uh, John 13, 35, he says, uh, they will know you are my disciples when you have love for one another. Mm, uh, it is not divisive. Romans 8, 1 says, therefore now those who are in Christ, there is now no condemnation for them. Well, in CRT, uh, whether you call it CRT, they're all the same. CRT, Black Lives Liberation, uh, uh, Antifa, all these groups, are, they're Marxist groups. They all have the same principles. You have to have an oppressor and the oppressed, and they all are doing that. And that's what they're teaching. And so the, the whites are the oppressors of all races, of all everyone. The Europeans are the ones that they say are that. You know, it, it, it might be easy to explain how what they're saying in some of these schools uh, that's going on. You know, in, in New York City, uh, the principal at the East Side Community School, they and that this is a private school, so don't think that it's just in the public schools. Uh, that's that's that would be a delusion. Uh, they sent out a, a email to all the just the white parents, not parents of color, just the white parents, telling them that they should quote subvert white authority and become white traitors and then advocate for full white abolition. And so. Uh, 
what they did then was sent out what they call, I don't know that if I sent these to you, these two things, but if I did not, let me know. And it's okay. called the, they're, it's entitled the eight white identities. And what they are, uh, the number one is white supremacy. Then it goes to white voyeurism, then white privilege, white, uh, white benefit, white confessional, white critical, white traitor, and then white abolitionist. I have so not they go seen through that. A, Oh, okay. Oh, well, then I will make sure I send Please that do. to you. Yes, James. To you, because that is critical to look at this. Yes. Because they, they have a progression of what you're supposed to be, because they're supposed to be white abolitionists. Now, uh, they're, what they're doing is abolishing the whiteness, per se. So I'll send that to you. You'll see. It's just okay. amazing. Great. In, in Buffalo, New York, the teachers got up and told the students that all white people perpetuate systemic racism, and then they forced kindergartners. This is child abuse. They forced kindergartners to watch a video of dead black children warning them that about the the racist police and state sanctioned violence who might kill them at any time. Wow. I mean that is just child abuse. Is that to, the is that the school that separated kids based on hair color? Or was they that, had done that as was well. Was that a different yes. school? <laughs> no, no, that they have done those things there. Okay. They did it. Yeah. You know, now I've done that in a in an illustration of showing dealing with racism and played a little game with the, our kids in our, at, at schools where I've done that. Uh, and, and, but that was different than what they were doing. Okay. Let me tell you, wow. uh, you've got in Arizona, this is, this is, this is stupid. Arizona department of education, they created an equity toolkit and here's what they claim. And listen to this, <laughs> that babies show the first signs of racism at three months old. Oh dear Lord. And that white children become full racist, strongly biased in favor of whiteness by age five. Mm, this is End so quote. sad. Now um, that is that is insane. Romans one twenty two says, uh, uh, "Professing to become wise, they have become fools." fools and that's exactly yeah. what we have. See, I have. Uh, I don't know if you're aware of this, David, but we, my wife and I we have two uh, uh, little uh, kids that are three and four. We've had them for two years now, almost two years, and uh, they are they are they are Caucasian uh, in our home, and we are in the process of adopting them. Mm. When I go pick up my four year old daughter from daycare when she sees me whatever she's doing she drops whatever she's done doing, and she comes running and says daddy you know what she doesn't do what she doesn't drop everything she has and come running and saying black daddy she doesn't do that <laughs> you know why listen if you've got a five-year-old that's a racist it's because you taught them to be a racist Ooh. that's the only reason oh yes yes thank you thank and, you and see this is what's going on this is what's going on you you know uh James, California has some straight. Yes, I'm we've, sorry. we've got to take another break. Unfortunately, oh, I'm sorry. I, it, it, I know time flies, man. It really does. Uh, we're going to wrap up this segment on critical race theory, spend a few more minutes to wrap it up and conclude when we come back. And we've got to address what's going on in the uh, gender surrender, the insanity that is a delusion, not truth. When we come back and of course, Fox News media announced transgender Caitlyn Jenner is now a contributor to Fox News. We'll talk about that with Dr. James Taylor next. Thank you for listening and sharing today's show via StandUpForTheTruth.com slash podcast. Now, back to Stand Up For The Truth. Here's David Fiorazzo. If you're listening to this podcast on one of our many outlets where you're subscribing to it and you do not have the blog in front of you, I'm going to put James' contact information, his, um, his email and his phone number where you can contact him. And if you'd like to get a copy of Critical Race Theory versus the Bible by Dr. James Taylor, you can do that or his book. It's biblical, not political. So you will have to go to our website, StandUpForTheTruth.com, 
and you'll see the uh, podcast today with Dr. James Taylor. Okay, James, we're it's going to be really hard. We could spend hours on this, but let's let's just have you kind of condense your uh, warning or encouragement to parents that have kids in the public schools and how we any of us can respond to critical race theory. Just wrap this up for us so we can get to the next topic. Okay, we'll do. Uh, let me just say one thing about this also for the parents to warn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, North Carolina actually put this in print. So they were just crazy enough to do this. At uh, North Carolina's largest school district is the Wake County Public School System. That's the largest. They launched a campaign against whiteness in educational spaces and encourages teachers to, listen to this, subvert families and push the ideology of anti-racism directly onto students without parental consent. Mm. Now, I'm going to tell you, I know from personal experience that there are schools across the nation, they're just dumb enough to put it in print that are doing this. They do not want parents to know what's going on. And so uh, I would encourage your parents to go down and look at the school, uh, demand to look at the, ask them to look at this curriculum. You're a taxpayer. You should be able to be able to do that and go armed with, I mean, you'll be able to print off the cheat sheet. Go armed with the cheat sheet. The cheat sheet is real simple. You can look at this, see the terminology, and you'll be able to find out what's going on anywhere. But they don't want parents to know what's going on. In fact, what you see now in our society, when parents are trying to find out what's going on, they're being labeled as as, uh, terrorists by Mm. our federal government. Wow. This is a problem. So parents, beware, but be strong and stand firm. Amen. Thank you, James. Um, Sorry we couldn't spend more time on that, but we've got another pressing issue, and that is an issue that is destroying young lives and children across the country, and that would include children of Christian parents, sadly. Unless you are on top of this and you are doing your best to raise those kids with the biblical worldview at home, they are going to be bombarded as soon as they walk out that door, just simply due to hours of influence on social media and what Hollywood puts out, what the schools are teaching, what government is doing. So a couple stories real quick that, James, you can respond to, and then we'll talk about this issue. Uh, Governor Gavin Newsom, some some people say emperor, uh, Newsom in California, put another biological man in women's clothing on the court there in California. So now the one transgender uh, judge in California has a colleague now, two transgender judges. So that's what's happening out there. We know the stance of the Democrat Party on transgenderism. Uh, Joe Biden just recently came out and said he supports uh, hormones for young kids and the surgeries necessary to be who they are. And they would lie. Child abuse. Yes, child child abuse. abuse. And they would even say, go so far as to say, so they can be who God made them to be. So before we get into a couple other stories, James, respond to that right there. Because I believe uh, Biden indirectly said these these are people made in the image of God, which is a true statement. But he's referring to their selected gender that they want to change into that God made them that way. Your thoughts? Uh, I, I agree with you as well, 100 percent. This is this is pure child abuse to talk about kids and have kids make these gender reassignment things uh, and drugs and chemicals at such an early age. The kids are going through different stages. And part of our dilemma is that this is a for a transgender, that percentage is less than one percent of one percent. I mean, that is a ginormously small portion of our population. While they need they have the same rights that everybody else, there should not they should not have elevated rights. They should have the same rights, but not elevated rights. That's right. Oh, uh, as anybody else. Yes. And if there's going to be representation, I mean to have two on the courts is certainly disproportional to the population of, of even of California. 
with that. And so I, I think there's a whole lot of stuff that people don't want to address, but I'm, I'm not going to call deviant normal. Uh, that's Amen. not normal. Um, yes. And, you know, I, by, by doing that, I know that costs me votes, but but not my integrity before God. Amen. I appreciate your. That's more important. Yes, That's I appreciate your stance, James. And it is. And you'll find out what the voters of Oklahoma choose coming in June. By the way, James yep. website is running for Congress and it is Taylor, the number four. OK, for Oklahoma dot com. So that's there. I wasn't making that up. The Biden administration. This is an article yesterday at Fox News. Biden administration endorses transgender youth sex change operations, quote, top surgery and hormone therapy, what they call gender reassignment surgery, puberty blockers, hormone therapy for transgender minors. And as you said, sometimes this happens at the public school level without the parents consent. Uh, James, another concerning issue is. There are some conservatives that are falling for this because of under the guise of compassion, right? We want to love others. But now there's a conservative commentator, um, Dave Rubin of the Rubin Report, tweeted out two photos a, a week or two ago of himself and his gay partner. Conservatives that didn't know that. Sorry to break the news. But there, there's so there's two men holding ultrasound photographs with a sign saying coming soon baby, uh, and then they've got the date of the baby's birth date. So they, they really, what, what they're doing is they have to hire a surrogate, they have to hire a woman, they have to rent out a woman's womb to have the baby because, of course, a man cannot get pregnant, uh, and that goes against what some people are teaching too. Remember Oprah, exactly. Oprah had the first, yes. the first, quote, pregnant man in the 1990s yeah. or whenever that was, yeah. the early 2000s. So your thought on this now this is conservatives that like Reuben and he's a truth proclaimer but he is deceived on this issue and we must not call evil good and good evil that, that's exactly right you know men do not have babies despite uh, what's what everybody say that's why they use different terms you know uh, what are they, what do they call them mothers now uh, not what do they call them oh there's a term they use I can't it just slipped my mind but but that's uh, what they have to deal with. Is, is <laughs> they're calling names of people, changing the names and making it that. This is this is not normal behavior. It doesn't matter who says it. This that's is not that. normal behavior. You can shout it from the rooftop as loud as you want and, and pronounce it, but th- this is not normal behavior. Mm. Uh, there are things that God says are true, despite what man yes, says. Amen. And, and adding on to what you were saying about what Biden did, I don't know if you saw this. This was, I think it was day before yesterday. Disney has made a comment, but they had a, there was a, uh, uh, they had a Zoom meeting with their other people and uh, it was hijacked and they're talking now, they are disappointed in themselves that they do not have a 50% or more of their shows that they are creating and doing, showing uh, transgenders, gays, lesbians. And so now they are going to begin to do that so that they can influence the children. Mm. Now, DeSantis has now cut their taxes. They were had some tax-free stuff. He says, fine, you're going to do that. You're not going to get this tax break. So this is this is where our nation is. Yes. People trust Disney. You, you should, you oh, should use a whole lot of scrutiny with Disney. Yes. You should use a whole lot of scrutiny with Disney. Yes. Uh, because Disney is doing some things uh, when it comes to this issue. They are, have great influence. And it's done subtly to kids. Uh, but now they're going to be doing it over. Yes. Overtly. And, and James, let's just be clear that Disney has gone from entertainment for children to 
deception and programming and indoctrination on some of these things, starting from cartoons and some of their classics, if you've read some of the headlines recently. So there's a little caution for those of you parents that have young children. You're thinking about taking them to Disneyland or Disney World. Why don't you put your money at, at the Ark Encounter or Creation Museum or some, the Bible uh, the Museum, and I believe it's in D.C. Anyway, let's go on here. Um, I just want to quote Jake Meter of Mere Orthodoxy, He's, and this is about Reuben's announcement about him, him and his, I guess, husband having a baby. He says, quote, For a certain type of anti-woke Christian conservative, being anti-woke matters more than being faithful to church teaching. Oh, so wow. understand that for a certain type of anti-woke Christian conservative, being anti-woke matters more than being faithful to church teaching. So let's make sure, friends, we are standing on the truth of God's Word and the biblical worldview as Jesus, the cornerstone, the way, the truth, and the life, and we are not falling for these deceptions and delusions. So I won't bring up Pete Buttigieg and his husband uh, over there in Indiana, and he's in the Biden administration because we could talk a lot about his influence but let's go to the uh, Caitlyn Jenner issue now. Now, we can call him Caitlyn. And notice how I worded that, friends. And we could get someday we will be fined for hate speech. It's coming. Uh, or we yep. may even be taken off the, the air, this podcast, once there are hate crimes legislations and the FCC, which governs radio and the airwaves here, and they'll affect this podcast. But Caitlyn Jenner is a male. I, why, do, why don't I call him Bruce? Because he legally changed his name. So I remember Bruce was on the box of Wheaties after he won the decathlon in the Olympics, but now he's yeah. he's Caitlin, and I said he's Caitlin, but now he's a Fox News contributor as an inspiration to young people, a trailblazer in the LGBTQ community, and they made this announcement, I don't think it was a co coincidence, yesterday on the Transgender Day of Visibility. So your thoughts on that, James Taylor? I would say this. I go I go to scripture because uh, I have a world a biblical worldview, and I go to Galatians one verse eight through nine, and here's what Jesus says through the Apostle Paul. He says, "But even if we, this is a powerful verse, or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to what we have preached to you, he is to be accursed." Some translations say he is to be accursed to hell. Mm. Verse nine. Paul repeats that. That's so important. So anyone who has these uh, philosophies, because this is a this is a philosophy of, of the world. Yes. If anyone who has these philosophies and are trying to mix uh, the transgender, the, uh, the, the the take the gospel, pure gospel of Jesus Christ, and mix it with uh, critical race theory, not uh, Marxism, uh, this transgenderism, all of these things together, and then try to make that into something good. They've got a problem on their hand because Jesus says, woe to those who lead one of my little ones astray, for it would be better for them to have a millstone tied around the neck and tossed into the ocean. And a millstone weighed a thousand, uh, right, right about 2,000 pounds. Wow. You got a better chance of survival with a 2,000 pound rock tied around your neck, tossed into the Mediterranean Sea than facing God. Now, the problem is you got a little chance of survival <laughs> either way. And so the idea that these guys, you know, Bruce, I mean, I know him as Bruce. You know, I watched him. I watched <laughs> him in the Olympics. Of course. Uh, and I, with all due respect to everyone who is dealing with this, this is something that's going on mentally. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is not something that is physical. This mm. is mental inside of themselves, and that's what needs to be addressed. 
is that because you know i mean fox can hire whoever they want to hire right uh you know and i'm not sure what he's going to be commentating on is he going to be commentating on sports or is he going to be commentating on you know life i mean i mean i don't really know exactly what he's going to be doing <laughs> but they can hire whoever they want right but i think that you know to as people began to try to keep portraying like disney's going to portray more and more gay lesbian transgender people uh in their shows they just shows all shows so from cartoons all the way up to their uh, productions you know and even in even in like these superheroes they're looking at the next superhero to be a gay superhero of course i mean i mean so they're emphasizing all the stuff about this about behaviors that they're not normal if these were normal behaviors god would have created uh he didn't create uh he created adam and eve not adam and steve so this is why we need to look at this from this perspective they just mm. Biblically, we have a problem, yeah. and and this is part of why I'm going to, going to Washington. In Washington, you have Washington can create a, do a lot of stuff, and they're creating a lot of environment for all this stuff to continue to flourish. Yes, uh, and it needs to stop. In Washington, you have every single uh, spiritual stronghold there on steroids, literally. And if you go there without realizing where you're stepping into a cesspool, a mire mm. of muck. You're gonna you're gonna be caught up in that. Yeah. You're gonna be caught up in that stuff very easily. You know, I may only be a one termer because I ain't playing the game. <laughs> Praise God. But I'm going up there to try to make a difference. Well, I, I believe uh, m- many. I would say b- most, but I don't know. Uh, many of our listeners believe that President Donald Trump uh, did a lot of damage and made a lot of progress that we needed to yes, to so-called drain the swamp and really yes, bring this America first principle back into our federal government. And of course, he couldn't. He, I probably he probably had no idea. He, he knew of the swamp, didn't know how deep it really was. But yes. James, we've just got uh, just a little bit left. I think we've got what, 30 seconds, Travis. OK, we've got one minute left, so we can't get to the the rest of this, but I would encourage people to check out missionamerica.com. And Linda Harvey put out a school corruption and propaganda calendar. I would also encourage you guys to, to uh, email us if you want a list of uh, conservative or Christian candidates running in next week's election in Wisconsin. Uh, we've got James Taylor in Oklahoma. Again, his website is Taylor, the number four, ok.com. James, I love you, brother. Thank you for your voice and for really stepping up to the plate and for all your work that you're doing. God bless you. God bless you, too. Thank you, David. Appreciate thank you. So, yes, thank, thank you so very much. Okay, guys, we've got a big week next week. Of course, I didn't say happy April. It's a new month. We've got Scott Shera on Monday, John Haller Tuesday, Jay Warner Wallace Wednesday, Dr. Mark Christian Thursday, and I got to go. God bless you. And as always, keep speaking the truth about things that matter. <laughs>